No, man, this is the thing they really asked. No, I, I, I can't believe it either. Uh, snap. another episode of the Youth Ministry Booster Podcast. My name is Zach. We're working here with my co-host and best friend, the one, the only... Chad Higgins. Chad Higgins hanging out. Uh, man, we are encroaching ever closer to a seven-year anniversary party. Chad, you still haven't told me where the date and location is, but I'm pretty excited about it. It's Mazio's. It's Mazio's. Everybody's invited. Bring $6.99 in your own cup. <laughs> Did you did you ever go to Mazio's after like a sporting championship as 100%. a little kid? That that's well, I mean, you say sporting a championship, I think about scholastic team. But yes, <laughs> our, our quiz bowl team did go to Mazio's after a couple championships. I feel like Mazio's is the first place that people really start to learn pranks on each other. <laughs> what? It's the unscrew of the like Parmesan oh, cheese oh, thing, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, seeing one of your buddies just dump an entire deal of Parmesan cheese on his pizza is the funniest thing ever. Or, when you're or, or salt. And then you could just say things like, ha, you got assaulted. And then you're just like making those awful dead. That jokes. once again, that was a Scholastic <laughs> deep joke. It's smart. Yeah. Well, we uh, understand puns. Yeah, we hit batteries next to it. So it was assault and battery. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Uh, well, you know, listen, man, sometimes on the Scholastic team, <laughs> to learn everything, you forget to learn to be cool. And so you can't have it all. But yeah, Mazio's uh, buffet, man. In, endless buffet is like the coach's paradise of like no i got this right like oh. bring that team in hey everybody i got this and so 5.99 later you're eating all that pizza Our, dude our mazios in town had the old stand-up street fighter four-person street fighter oh, okay golly so man good. We had, we had a bunch of the uh, the racing ones where it was like you sat on the saddle and you raced but they weren't as cool as the motorcycle ones that actually would tip Right, like that's you know when it's like a faux snowmobile instead of an actual. Motorcycle. Yeah, it's like why is there a seat? Here? You, do, you sit down, but the seat don't move. Right, right? you're it's just a moving a sled. steering wheel. So that's uh, okay. So Street Fighter, you have a character you go with <laughs> with my main in Street Fighter. Yeah, uh, it pr- probably Ryu. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty pretty old school. Just uh, like I mean, Ryu Ken. Uh, I don't know. When I was playing a lot, I was pretty good with Blanca. I was pretty okay. pretty good with the old cannonball into the shock. And so he had them deep kicks, them deep drop kicks. But what about yeah. you? Honda. Oh, just punching it? Just punching it? Yeah, bro, I'm yeah, going yeah. fast punches. <laughs> Flying headbutt, ready to go. So good. Yeah. It's so good. Well, I mean, anybody that, that whipped out playing Zangief, though, you got real nervous because, like, if you if you knew how to control Zangief, like you were you were next level. You're going for those three sixty pile drivers. So wow. somebody's just flipping the old joystick around too fast. So I don't know. I don't know. That and the guy that played Guile, you just don't trust him because I mean he's just gonna stand in the back. It's like the retro version of a camper where they're just hanging out with block up, just waiting mm. and waiting and waiting with a bad haircut. Yeah, that yeah. kid's not getting invited to the birthday. Yeah, he ain't come back. <laughs> Take that, Derek. All right. <laughs> so we have a couple things today. We have some catch-up to do. Um, it's been a few. We've been out traveling, doing things. But we asked a few <coughs> weeks ago, what are the obscure topics or questions that we had not covered on the 250-plus episodes of this podcast? Uh, and so we have a list from those that are following us on Instagram, and we're kind enough to submit some questions. Uh, so we've got about eight questions here that we're going to run through. Yeah, some uh, of you guys are never 
in charge of content <laughs> for this one. Some of the folks are 100% in charge of the content. We're going to let them pick all the episodes. Uh, and so we're going to answer. These are obscure questions. Uh, as we are getting hype for seven years of the podcast, uh, we will release an episode in a few weeks that's our obscure questions that we maybe we're going to ask and then thought about. Maybe we shouldn't have asked. And the cutting room floor questions. Yeah. But these are from our friends on Instagram. Uh, fans of the podcast that wanted us to talk about these. So we're going to do some quick hits in a 25-minute episode on these questions instead of giving them each of their own episode. They do not uh, deserve a full uh, episode. Some of these are going to be pretty quick hits. I mean, we I mean, real quick hits. Uh, so Chad, I'm going to start on the bottom question because I feel like that one is... That's a good opener. That's a good opener. It's really simple. They wanted to know uh, pizza rolls or bagel bites. Okay, so pizza there, rolls there's a correct bites. answer to this. Okay, there's a correct answer? Okay. okay. Um, and it depends. So it it depends. Now, hold, are you on, answering this for the youth ministry or for you personally? I only an, ever answer things for me personally. So every snack you choose, you were choosing the one that you wanted to have. I've never served a snack that I did not okay, want. That you weren't batting clean up for. Okay. Why? <laughs> Why? Because if you got it left over, right? You know right, what I mean. Like, this yogurt ain't gonna eat itself. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Look at all these yo plays. Wednesday night oh, keywon. <laughs> like no, no man. <laughs> Looks like. You faster got yeah. healthy, right? It's yeah. walking tacos or bust. <laughs> edamame. Yeah. Now, dude, I will. No, see, I, I will you. wreck some that's edamame. See, see. Everybody has a breaking point. Okay, this is not the question, oh, and okay. I'll get to it. Okay. Uh, so much for a quick hit. Back back in the day, uh, our student ministry team had the question of: Is there if, is there one food that you feel like you can eat your body weight? Okay. Uh, over a period of time. Oh, how much time? <laughs> that was the question. It's like, what food would you choose in yeah. your body weight? And yeah. how long do you think it would, it would take? take. You? Okay. And there was a guy on our team. You know my team well enough. He chose tuna tetrazzini. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, long did, how long did he give himself? I did, it was something stupid. Like, he was like, oh, three days. And you're like, wait, <laughs> oh what? He's like, I would do nothing but swim. <laughs> Just swimming and eating. Just swimming and eating. 165 pounds later. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Pizza roll or, or bagel, bagel bite. bites. Okay. 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 So this is for student ministry event or just a preference? Uh, I mean, I, so the podcast youth ministry questions, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing like you're having a youth ministry gathering mm-hmm. and you're thinking like, man, we got the toaster oven. Am I popping in the, 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 the economy size thing of, of, of pizza rolls or is it just tray after tray of bagel bites? Like, which is the one that like you think is going to go over better or you, you found yourself doing not like at your home. This is not like at your home. Do you prefer, but in a youth ministry setting, a lock in a late night gathering, what's your go-to and why? I think this is a budget question. Okay. I think if you have a little bit larger budget than your bagel bite people. I, okay. Hold on. I bagel actually, bite bourgeois. I think it's the opposite. Oh, you think bagel bites is the cheap one? Yeah. Here's why. Hold on. Bagel bites are more expensive than, Pizza bites, okay. okay, but you're not pounding bagel bites, right? Maybe <laughs> bagel bagel bites. You're gonna serve in a pack of two to three to okay. students. Okay, a, a high school boy is gonna walk by and get twenty four. <laughs> Shoveling, correct. P- pizza rolls are by the forearm. You measure them by the forearm, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where bagel bites three, and, three on a plate. Yeah, that's great. That's a nice little snack. <laughs> that's a, what they're gonna a eat. A little nibble, put it down, pick it back up. 
dude, you'll, there's no two bite. There's no two bite pizza roll. Yeah, nobody's getting a camp scholarship if you're <laughs> if you're if you're serving pizza pizza rolls. If anybody hasn't reached out to Totino's for camp scholarship funds, how, that co- would be how come there's not more corporate sponsorships of camp? I mean, this may be that break watershed moment. Someone's about to make that call to Totino's to be like, listen, you can sponsor all the late night snacks if I can get 15 more kids to camp, especially for like some large churches that's that, huge to call gatorade and be like hey i got exclude you can be our exclusive hydration provider if you get me 25 <laughs> more kids to camp it seems good right like get those branded coolers so so you're gonna go you're saying you're saying bagel bites on a budget but pizza rolls on an unlimited i think so i think okay. that i think the amount of pizza rolls that you're gonna go through okay yes you can get more pizza rolls for cheaper amount i think at the end of the day yeah I think you're just going to have too many. You're going to run out of pizza bites. <laughs> it's just not enough. There's okay. going to be some bay bay. Oh, okay. Uh, some bagel bites at the end. Okay, I got a question for you. This is a personal a corollary question. Uh, bagel bites, do you need condiment or no? I mean, bagel bites just as is, or are you dipping? What are, What are you dipping in? Ranch? I, I've never dipped. I've never uh, okay, dipped. So, okay, that's fine. That's all. But okay, so bagel bites as is, pizza roll requires a condiment and if so what 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 are you dipping these things in mustard (laughs) and this is our last episode (laughs) mustard response every time but if you haven't done mustard on a pizza roll you are missing do you put mustard on your pizza no 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 (coughs) this is primarily because it's crust over content and so i would dip my pizza crust in mustard I I love I love the so savory with dip, the car- savory dip, carbs. It's like a do pretzel. Do you dip a calzone in mustard? Uh, I would think about it. What? I would think about it. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the <laughs> contents of said calzone. Yeah, yeah. All right, you can leave your comments in the thread below. No, that's okay. too much. Too that. much. All right, whatever. Okay. Nobody's going to trust any of the rest of these answers. All right. Okay. All right. Let's get to the theological, and we'll end on a food. Okay. All right. The next one is: Could animals talk in the garden? Could animals talk in the garden? It's obscure. I'm sure somebody has had this, fielded this on a Wednesday night at camp. Chad Higgins, I'm asking you, youth pastor: Could animals talk in the garden? It's 11 okay. P.m. Do you want you want a funny answer? Or you want like a? I a, want both. Funny answer and a solid answer. Um. Okay. Well, so. Maybe like the just the short the short answer like you the 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 story would tell us one way yeah right? yeah yeah um, I there think, is there is textual evidence to support the claim I think it's questions like this depending on the age of your kid yeah that you get to start answering like biblical interpretation type questions okay that I think is a really healthy thing to do and help students begin to navigate of an understanding of. Um, scriptural context and understanding of like how things are read and and, and all of those kind of big questions. Yeah. Um, because we, we're all going to have our own answer to a question like this. Um, and I think we want to help students understand how we got there. Yeah. The, it's the way you thought about it much more than just the answer you gave. Yeah. Cause yeah. they've, they've been given answers all through like elementary age, like right? middle school, they're starting to ask process questions, and that's yeah. why they're asking questions like this because they're probably already hearing like contrarian contrad- answers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I heard it. I, you have heard. You have heard it said. Yes. Now hear it this way. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, thanks, Jesus, helping yeah. students understand like 
why questions like that are asked, where we stand as a church. Why there might be difference on the answers. Yep, yep. (laughs) And that makes some people more or less comfortable, right? Um, And so I, I always would say the wisdom in this is not only understand where you fall, but understand where your senior pastor falls, your church as a whole, your denomination, and answering questions like that. That's good. I like that you didn't give an answer. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Did Adam and Eve have belly buttons, Chad Higgins? Well, okay, I'm asking you. I got the last one. <laughs> Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, I'm asking you. Did they have el- belly buttons? Uh, not at my camp. <laughs> what is it? They, they showed up without a belly button? Well, no, no, I'm just saying, like, you know, in youth ministry, uh, I think a lot of times we want we want to know, but... You know, policy says if you're showing me your belly button, you got oh, you, you to go. This is a pool dress coat. This is hashtag no crop top. You know what I mean? Like both Adam and Eve were wearing a, a it, full it, shirt. Dress code at our youth ministry was uh, enforced Dark e- shirt. evenly. Yeah, evenly. When we say swimsuit cover-ups, we mean boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, and so that meant no belly buttons from either party, wow. please. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So man, Zach, yeah. yeah. Cover, cover them tummies. You're a horrible human being. Uh, cover them tummies. I can't even answer this next question, so I'm going to ask it. Uh, best college QB of all time. I feel like this is a way to divide the room. Best what college, college QB of all time? I don't even know how you probably Michael Vick. Okay, that's a controversial answer. Not maybe because it's true or not. I mean, we won't get into his love of animals, yeah. but. Dude, the guy tore it up in college. Okay, um, it's pretty hard not to pick Michael Vick. Okay, he did he did it all in college. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go Michael Vick okay. there. Um, See, I, all my knowledge is so like Big Twelve limited. I hate to even like make a. I don't know. That's that's tricky. That's tricky. Well, that's if you're Big Twelve limited, it's probably like. Robert Griffin the third, yeah. or like Seneca Wallace back yeah. in the day. Hmm. There you go. Leave your. I mean, if you want to go Christian, it's Tebow. It's, it's Tebow, Sam Bradford. But right, I, right. I, 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 I think the like gap between those guys. Yeah, and even like it, even like a Vince Young and those guys, right? Like Vince Young was pretty solid. He was just so big. Yeah. But what, dude? Michael Vick was a video game in college. He was. <laughs> Just another level of of of, of move. Um, oh, okay. The next one. This is this is a good philosophical question. You want to ask our audience? Uh, this is this is uh, sometimes we ask about trees falling in the woods. Uh, this question. Uh, I have thoughts about a tree falling in the woods. Okay, we come back to that one of the ones that we ask. Is water wet? Uh, so I think this question often gets asked because uh, it was a meme. It's a meme. Um, but again, to go back to your animals talking in the garden question, it's a revelation of your uh, logical processes, right? Like this is how you're thinking about it. Uh, so water would be for some uh, the essence of wetness, right? So anything that was wet had encountered water. Um, so to be changed by an encounter with it means that at some level it essentially was wetness. Yeah. Uh, but then I think the contrarian would say, well, water can't be wet. It's what makes things wet. That's a different way of thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it would either be the source of all wetness or it can not be wet because it's what makes other things wet. So, I don't know. No way. Water is wet. Water's definitely wet? Okay. Um, yes. If water's not wet, what is? 
Well, to to me, it's a sci- This is a science question. Okay. <laughs> like outside of the philosophy of what makes something the wet, essence of wetness. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's a Zoolander quote, but go ahead. A, a liquid substance being on top of something. Yeah. Or a connection of something makes something wet. wet. And so there is a component that is H2O of water. Yeah. We Lighter. often we often think of water as even something that we see, but a one single component of H2O is water. Yeah. Even if we can't see it, even if it's so small. Yeah. And so when you gather those together yeah. and you have H2O other H2O together. components next to and on top of one another, yeah. that is a body of water. And so each one of those H2O components has another one adjacent to it and yeah. on top of it. And so therefore it is wet. Well, and then also, I guess, first substantiates the even in different forms, right? Like H2O right. as a gas creates a certain kind but it's of still, steam, humidity, right? right? Like it, it, it alters <laughs> the air around it. So is that cool? Yeah, is ice wet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Old Testament question. Got the question. Uh, simply the Nephilim, just that's it, period. The Nephilim. So, thoughts? I mean, it's not a substitute for peanut butter, <laughs> it's more chocolatey, right? <laughs> Spreads less well. God, it is sticky. <laughs> it's sticky. Uh, Nephilim. Oh, wait, this is a Nutella. No, uh, not Nutella. Not a, not a brand. Not a knockoff brand of Nutella. <laughs> it's, it's the Nutella that comes in a bag instead of a jar. Great value. <laughs> Great value. Nutella is Nephilim. Oh my gosh. Great value. <laughs> Nutella. Nutella. It would be the grossest thing you've ever tasted. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's literally a, a brown Ziploc bag. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you're like peeling open the. Top. It won't even stick to a banana. It, it's not sticky at all, actually. There's a, no sugar content whatsoever. Um, you just you open it's just it. Crumbled up chocolate. <laughs> well, hazelnuts. It's just, it's just ground down hazelnuts. Uh, you're just like you know taking that. <laughs> Wait, is that what it is? Is hazelnut? It's a hazelnut spread. It's a hazelnut spread. Is that's not what a hazelnut tastes <laughs> no, like? No, not even a little bit. It's great marketing. It's uh, you know, we, when I worked at the coffee shop, that was one of the most popular toppings was hazelnut on a Liège yeah. waffle. But it's it's Nutella is a hazelnut spread. Uh, often uh, infused with like chocolate or something. I think there's some like new Nutella. It's like other little like sub varieties of it, like jams, where there's like other different little like chocolate and peanut butter. Or something. You ever had you ever had crepes with Nutella? I mean, I mean, crepe crepe with anything spread around. People it? that are making crepes though are getting carried away with the amount of Nutella that they're well, putting. Well, they're covering up some other sins, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. So Nephilim, Nephilim. Uh, clearly some kind of uh, giant or uh, uh, large um, non-human, human, humanoid creatures yeah. identifiable in Old Testament scripture. Um, giant folk. I mean, this is for some of the the fantasy novel readers of the Old Testament. This would be like the giant or troll folk in the same way that like the mention of like a Leviathan or uh, a behemoth in other scriptures and Job and other places kind of speak to some of these maybe other mythological understandings and origins. Um, Nephilim don't see them today. Were they just tall humans? Were they different species that died out? Thoughts? Seminary learnings? Um, I think in questions like this, I so just like the other questions, like yeah. the belly button question, yeah. going back to that one, 
I I think when we help students understand how to interpretate and learn scripture and history and things like that, it's important to not say what scripture doesn't say. Mm, that's good. And I think when we're teaching students who become interested in things like this, yeah. because students can become hyperfixated on like you know eight verses here in Genesis. What is it? Five, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked. Um, and then like Revelation, and then that's all they ever want to read. Yeah. And I think helping them understand a bigger narrative of what like what this teaches about brokenness and the fall and those kind of things uh, can open them up to the opportunity to study scripture beyond five verses. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also for folks that ask this specific of a question, what's your interest, right? Like not to turn the question back on them, but this is sometimes the like trying to create a theological (coughs) trap of like, if this is true, then how come today? Um, And so I think for the student that is just interested because of their acute study of Scripture, it's excellent. For the student who's trying to figure out some kind of, like, logic trap. Yeah. Like, what's their aim? What's their hope? Um, You know, is this just for, like, furthering the Lord of the Rings fandom? Right. Or is this like, ha-ha, where are they today? You know, kind of. Well, I think the big thing, too, to help students grasp is that in the— the downfall that I see a lot of people make is they start stretching and they try to start making all these backstories things yeah. make sense yeah. and fit and all that. And then like, before you know it, like it's making so like gross generalizations of like people groups. Right. 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 It's like, well, this is now yeah. the Norwegians. You know the, what I mean? The, You're like, whoa, the whoa, Nepalese. Yeah, yeah. They're from Nepal, like modern day Nepal. Right, no, right. that's not it. <laughs> um, but Uh, we've probably seen people that have made those jumps. And so that's why I go back to like, when you hear students start to ask questions like this, it's like, okay, where do you heard it? Because a lot of times they'll hear stuff like this online of somebody trying to discredit, like all of Christianity based off of like, this gross interpretation. Well, somebody's fabricated backstory for this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And it's so, and so, yeah, they're hearing from some other kid in their school. That's like, Oh, you really believe in giants? You know what I mean? And like helping a kid start to like, sus through that and like, understand like how we read scripture and those kind of things. is really helpful. And I think it it speaks to the testimony of like, (laughs) there's some really interesting parts of scripture that maybe sometimes we don't study enough. Right. And I do think that's, um, when when we don't study some parts of scripture enough, um, they can draw us in with a certain kind of like enticing curiosity because right. it's outside of the eighty verse canon within a canon that right. we often teach from. And so, I would say, as a youth pastor, teacher, theologian, training other young disciples and theologians to create spaces where we can ask more curious questions right. um, that are not just like main stage teaching times. Right? Well, like this right. is, I think, we need, we need moments where we can like suss out like there's some wild things in the Old Testament but don't feel like you have to answer them from stage. Sure. There's other places to teach. Well, I mean, I remember my students back in the day, like they became very interested in the book of Revelation. So they wanted to do uh, a study of like a few of them wanted to explain it to us, Chad. Right. Yeah. And and so my big thing was I wanted them to understand the four primary views of how to interpret 
yeah. the book of Revelation. So it became a study on interpretation, Correct. not a study well, on I want, the exact interpretation of Revelation. Specifically with like older high school kids that are about to go off to college, I want them to start to learn through this lens of yeah. how do I begin to learn and draw knowledge and yeah. like... And and eventually, I mean, they're going to have to make a choice of, okay, which one of these camps do I fall into in the way that I look at this to believe truth and all these kind of things. <coughs> and, you know, and a student who's 16 years old is like, yeah, but this is America, right? Like right, this, right. what they're talking about here, this is America. Right, right, right. <coughs> and you're like, hmm. Well, I, mean, I don't know that maybe, that's Joe Biden. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean he's a great dragon. A, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, last question for today's episode. We'll come back with some more in a week or so. Uh, <coughs> the biggest argument, someone's, someone's going to like testify here. The biggest argument in our student ministry from this summer, does peanut butter belong on pancakes? Wow. Um, I mean, you do you, man. Pancakes are fashion. You, you you do what's comfortable to you, you know? Like, if you can make it work, you make it work. And so... Yeah, the only thing I would say that doesn't belong on pancakes is mustard. It's hurtful. I, here's, we'll go. <laughs> hey, sorry, you can't mix savory and sweet. I got it. I got it. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, okay, so... A little protein cake? I like, to, I like to do things different, and you know what I mean, different times. So... I'm not always a peanut butter on pancakes guy. Okay. Um, but when I go peanut butter on a pancake, yeah. I also want to do jelly. So in the working household, that's how we interpreted French toast. Yeah. In the four views of French toast. Uh, we were peanut butter and jelly French toast folks. That's not, a very American form of I French know, toast. I know, I know. Very freedom-y. Yeah, that's, very, a freedom, very, that's, that's a freedom, freedom toast. toast. Uh, very different than the uh, typical uh, powdered sugar and syrup. So maybe what we got here is a freedom cake, you know? Yeah, just... If 4th of July, if I'm eating pancakes on 4th of July, I'm going PB&J. You're going, you're going PB&J, maybe a little blueberry jelly, a little blueberry strawberry jelly. That's patriotic. <laughs> a little red, red, white, and PB, you know? Golly. <laughs> I find me a white chocolate syrup. <laughs> Stand yeah, food, dude. Yeah. This cut off the cut off jeans are coming on. <laughs> uh, there you go. If you've got other obscure questions you want to hit up for us, uh, we're really excited for November and this next year of youth ministry uh, booster podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, snap. Blueberry and white chocolate macadamia nut pancakes. God bless America. God bless America.